Welcome to Triangle 411, the pulse that moves the Triangle world today. It's a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, what's trending, social good, events, and boundless other adventures. A conversation pit of comedians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Innsbrucker. Hi, friends. So we did a recent show on Caroline, but this one has a twist. It is a dance Caroline instead of the traditional singing Caroline. But first, some background on the traditional. An early version of Caroline dates back to the 13th century. The origin of the word Carol varies, including one version believing it came from the Greek word for flute player referring to the musician who accompanied the singing. It was said that St. Francis of Assisi, considered the father of the Christmas carol, began incorporating caroling-type songs of well wishes in his Christmas services in Italy in the year 1224. So this goes back a bit. <laughs> songs were verbally passed down through generations until eventually some were published around 1582 by an English printer's apprentice. Thank goodness we have the words to these now to carry these traditions on. Now, by the 14th century, carols were being used between the acts of plays and even in Bible stories. However, during the 17th century, the Puritans did away with caroling until the restoration of King Charles II of England in 1660. The Twelve Days of Christmas Carol is believed to have been introduced in 18th century England with joy to the world entering during the 19th century. But can you guess one of the most popular, well-known Christmas carols? Yep, you're right. Silent Night. In 2021, Go Caroling Day was December 20th. Just for reference, and I couldn't find any newer stats, but in 2013, about 16% of Americans said they go caroling, according to a survey by Pew Research Center. But now, enter COVID. And what does caroling look like in 2021? Well, last winter, a choreographer, Mariah Eastman, came up with a new strategy to safely bring holiday spirit and dance to the Chicago community. She created a holiday dance carol, a two-minute dance piece to let it snow that could be performed on the sidewalks outside houses. With a Bluetooth speaker and an opportunity to perform in the midst of another wave during the COVID pandemic, the artist traveled house to house offering this holiday dance. Mariah is here today to tell us how her new twist on an honor tradition saved Christmas for some. Welcome, Mariah. Uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, we would love to learn how you came up with the idea of Holiday Dance Carol. So it actually started off as a little bit of a joke, but I was kind of down because we didn't really have many holiday activities during the pandemic and people couldn't go home and see their families. So I was like, I mean, we could do a dance carol. And then I kind of thought of it as like offhand joke. And I was like, wait, maybe really we can do that. 
So I gathered a few dancers and we rehearsed via Zoom. And then we started going from house to house in a few different neighborhoods where people had friends and family who wanted to see. And then we also went to random houses as well. So how was that, you know, practicing over Zoom? That had to be a a little bit of a challenge. Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, I had to turn one of my shows that I originally had planned and be in a theater to a virtual show. So I'd already had a little bit of an experience with rehearsing on Zoom. The one thing that was really frustrating is um, basically depending on your internet connection, the timing can be different. So for example, if I say do something on here during this part of the music, dancers could look at it and go, uh, oh, okay, I'm doing on that part of the music, but the music came through at a different time than other dancers. So everything looks different on my end. So I have to kind of trust that they're doing it at the right time. Mm-hmm. I'm just not seeing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess it all came out okay. Yeah. No, it turned out really well. We did like one or two run-throughs in front of my house just as a rehearsal since we had never... Um, been together in person and because it was like it was in the pandemic 2020 we had masks on um, that were holiday themed and also very strangely holiday scented (laughs) 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 so we had had those on and did social distancing and it was just it turned out to be a really fun time we surprised some families um and they were very excited. We had someone come down and bring her grandchildren and ask us to do it again. Oh. And yeah, it was very sweet. Maybe there's a bigger story here. Where did you get holiday scented masks? My goodness. Oh my gosh. It was the seller on Etsy. Oh. Um, who like, I didn't, well, like I didn't realize it was scented. We just like got them and everyone was like, Huh, it smells like kind of like potpourri mm-hmm. or like uh, pine needles and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> that had to get you in the spirit. It definitely did. And also like, I mean, like even now during the winter, I'm terrible. I'm like, uh, I'm going to wear a mask forever during the winter. It keeps my nose warm. You know, I have heard so many people saying that. And, you know, I went to a parade the other day and I wore mine because of that exact same reason. So if we have to look at the bright side of COVID, maybe that is one of them that exactly. we found a new way to protect against uh, the cold. In fact, <laughs> yeah. in fact, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is how you did deal with the wintry Chicago weather. Well, honestly, so I designed the dance and even for this year, I've designed the dance. So it's easy to do in like big jackets and boots and then I also have everyone's gloved up and like fleece leggings and different layers and I also have all these hand warmers Mm -hmm. but one of the things we actually found out is it wasn't keeping warm was actually not an issue because the dancing would keep you warm Mm -hmm. it was cooling down afterwards And being able to not be too hot, it was an interesting predicament. I also learned 
that we have to do like three houses at a time or every other three houses because the dancers need a break even though it's like a two-minute piece that's Mm. pretty simple choreography it's still a bit of a cardio I would have never thought of that but you're right and in fact you guys went to three different neighborhoods over the course of three evenings engaging in about 30 households along the route yeah so it was like it was a lot and I have a feeling that they couldn't get the song out of their head for probably a month or so because <laughs> I drilled it so hard, um, which is why I'm anticipating this year too. But yeah, like it's really interesting because as dancers, we're trained for like doing like one performance a day, but it's like a heavy duty, like 14, 15 minute piece and doing like a two minute piece over and over and over and over again doesn't seem like much at first, but it ends up being quite a bit. You know, and and speaking, you're talking about the songs. How did you choose the song? So I wanted to go for, I always say this word very badly, so excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's non-denominational. I look for, yes, okay. (laughs) Success number one of this day. Um, I look for songs that are non-denominational because I'm Jewish. And I always was like, oh, everyone's singing Christmas songs. So I try to look for songs that are very just general holiday and are a lot of fun. So like we're doing Winter Wonderland this year. And last year we did Let It Snow. So I just want to make sure like it's really open to everyone regardless of what holidays they celebrate and still just bring them a little bit of a smile during this kind of not so great time and also the cold I mean because I don't know about most people but I do not enjoy the cold (laughs) so yeah you could use caroling all through winter not just at uh, holiday season when you think about the cold aspect You, you (laughs) you need a little like boost how cool would that be like you know February 15th, all of a sudden you guys showed up and uh, with a song like, hang in there, winter's almost done, <laughs> oh. especially in Chicago. Well, you know, while we're on weather, I also wanted to say, you know, and I and hopefully this wasn't your case, but um, anybody navigating like the ice, the snow, any slipping or falling, anything like that happen? No, not at all. Knock on wood here, but... Um, I also like if it's raining or something, if it looks like it would be not a great idea to perform, I cancel because it's just not, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, even with Chicago, like you're always navigating uh, cold during the winter and maybe like snow that's just lightly packed on is fine. Mm-hmm. But once it gets to ice, I'm, my idea is nope not happening mm-hmm. yeah um, that's wise yeah i mean our winter lasts through april so yeah i'm sure it'll happen sometime unfortunately yeah but well that's you know you don't want to take uh the uh performance uh break a leg and really break a leg exactly <laughs> exactly snow, so you got to protect your uh yeah. your folks there so that's good can you explain the dance routine to some that have not seen it uh, I can, I can try in my best of my ability. It's very, I use the lyrics of Winter Wonderland to kind of inspire uh, the dancing that I put together. 
So, for example, like there's um, Sleigh Bells Ring, Are You Listening? And I have dancers kind of throwing up their arms and then having it swing down to their ears and running back into a big leg kick and then wandering around as well. It's a lot of um, very like small gesture movements that can be made bigger or smaller depending on the area. Um, We also like when we went on the local Chicago channel here for daytime Chicago, we had to adjust the piece to pretty much fit inside a square. So since the movements are small, but they're still very holiday themed and very cute, um, we just uh, kind of adjusted the spacing and had dancers kind of walk around each other and such. So it's definitely it's a it will change depending on where we're performing if we're performing on sidewalks a courtyard or like a sidewalk that has a lot of width versus a sidewalk that's very small so you know it's basically it's very it's very cheery it's trying to mm-hmm. would you say of, it has like a mix of maybe like hip-hop ballet jazz or none of the above it would be more it would definitely it's very jazzy it's very very jazzy um has some contemporary in there but mostly i would say it's a good uh, it's contemporary jazz it's mm-hmm. really fun it's very bright good good that that would be the appeal now listen as you're going through do people actually especially again with the whole covid thing of course there's plenty of social distancing and outside and so forth and if you're on a sidewalk and they're on their porch but do they pretty much just open the door and come out on the porch or they're just looking through the windows so it really depends on people's comfort i always come up to their house with a mask on and knock on the door and ask if they're interested. Sometimes they come out on the porch. Sometimes they want to just watch through the window, which honestly, for me, I'm like, I would want to watch through the window because I would want to stay warm. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's just up to me. Mm-hmm. It really depends on their comfort. Um, I also make sure to check in with my dancers to see what their comfort level is with things. Like we're not performing inside anywhere um because mm-hmm. that's still like i think that could be a little risky mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Do yeah you, have you had any bah humbuggers yes <laughs> tell us that story <laughs> I, had, I had i had one person um he it was really funny because his house and yard were all very brightly decorated tons of lights and a hmm. snowman i was like oh my gosh, like this person probably will really enjoy it. I Mm -hmm. go up to his door, I knock, he opens the door, kind of glaring at me. I was like, would you like to see a holiday dance carol? And he just went, no, and then just closed the door on me. I was like, Mm. okay. (laughs) Kind of an oxymoron here between your yard and your demeanor. Right. Exactly. To each their own. <laughs> well, so long as they don't throw something at you, you're, you're oh. okay. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if I see something that says no trespassing, I don't right. go near it because right. it's, yeah. Because you like know a, already, right? Yeah, you be, exactly. You could be publisher's clearinghouse bringing them a million dollars, and if it says no trespassing, okay, fine. Yep, we'll yep, pull, exactly. We'll pull another you winner. Just, 
Yeah, we'll just go over to another house. It's yeah. fine. I'm not offended. So that must have made you and your dancers all feel pretty good, kind of like pre-pandemic times to be in a group of dancers again. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and it was just nice because it was a way to keep on performing, but also make sure like everyone's safe and the audience is safe, the dancers are safe. And yeah, it was just a really nice to kind of be in a group and be like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. And like gain all that energy from performing and watching people smile uh, is just, it's great. It's such a good feeling. So now do you have, um, have you heard of any other groups inspired by this and coming up with their own routines or any thoughts about taking it outside of Chicago? I mean, not so far, but... We'll see. I'm planning on an even bigger expansion of the program next year. So, give us a sneak depend- peek. What do you mean? What do you? How are you going to expand? So, I want to uh, work with even more dance studios in different neighborhoods in Chicago, and maybe do a workshop of basically teaching the dance to people and having them be able to use it to go around their own neighborhood. Because initially, also for this year, one of the things I really wanted to do was highlight some of these small local dance studios in the different neighborhoods, Mm -hmm. since we've been hit pretty hard by the COVID pandemic. So we're also passing out information about their winter sessions Mm -hmm. and classes and promoting them in the different neighborhoods we go to. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Good Um, for you. Good for you. You're bringing holiday joy, but you're also helping small businesses. That's right. wonderful. So yep, what's that's been, the goal. What's been the most amazing? I know you mentioned about the the person asking to do it twice, but has there been any real like grab your heart moment? It, it could be funny. It could be serious. It could be like what's been the most amazing moment you've had from folks by providing this magic? Oh, gosh. I guess there's two that come to mind. One is we had someone um start bawling in the middle because she was just like this is something where we haven't like been able to have any holiday celebration things and it's just so great to see that there's some holiday cheer out there and that was real that really hit me hard and I was really happy to have been able to provide that but also on the other end of the spectrum is we had, uh, me. It was only me and one other dancer for this other neighborhood called Old Town in Chicago, and we ended up uh, knocking on the door of some people who were having a Christmas party. Oh wow! <laughs> and they all came out and were cheering us on. Oh wow! Uh, for the entire dance, and it was just—it was great. They were like, "This is awesome!" And I'm so glad you came by. And it was like all like these seven people with their ugly uh, holiday sweater. <laughs> party it was great oh that's funny <laughs> um, I, yeah. I that they're probably that's their famous hostess because they probably oh you arranged this for us how nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> for this no. party oh would it would it add a treat to a holiday party exactly exactly is there some place folks could go to see the routine that you perform 
like a YouTube or anything? Yeah, um, they can actually, they can either go to my Instagram, which is Mariah underscore D underscore choreography, or my website, MariahDChoreography.com. There's also a YouTube link if you look up Holiday Dance Carol. It will show up if you type in Holiday Dance Carol and then WGN Daytime Chicago. And you can be able to see the routine there as well. Nice. That's so nice. Well, Mariah, I admire your actions to take folks out of this pandemic funk and transport them into holiday cheer. And, you know, St. Francis of Assisi, the father of the Christmas carol, would be proud. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to hear. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you for, for spreading joy in the world. Thank you. And I hope to continue. Well, that was just lovely. And, I, you know, I love that Mariah does that for folks. And this will take us right into our nonprofit where all the time when we share these nonprofit spotlights, people are helping others. And today we're going to talk about the 200 Club of Wake County, which is an organization of concerned citizens dedicated to supporting first responders living or working in Wake County. The primary mission of the 200 Club is providing immediate financial help for the families of first responders living or working in Wake County who lose their lives in the line of duty. If you'd like more information or support or volunteer, here's the site, 200clubwakecounty.org. 200clubwakecounty.org. And that's going to do it. It's time to high five and say goodbye. I'm Mary Innsprucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, 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 spread joy.